Thank you for tuning into A Spirit-Led Life with HMI. We hope you enjoyed today's session with Pastor Dion Hockey. Hello everybody, welcome again to Healing Ministries International. My name is Pastor Dion Hockey and it's so great to be with you sharing the wonderful good news of Jesus Christ and sharing the word with you. I started a teaching uh, last week and I said we're going to do a little series on how to pray. It is so important for us to pray and I believe that you were blessed with last week's teaching and I want to start getting into the scriptures this week and begin to show you on how you can develop your prayer life, okay? So many people once again are struggling to pray. Many people come to me and ask me, how do you pray an hour? How do you spend time with God in prayer? And hopefully I can teach you on how to do this. And I think that is what is very important is the preparation uh, of your prayer session that you can be prepared when you go into the time of prayer with the Lord. So I want to remind you what I received from the Lord. And again, this is why I wanted to teach so much on the prayer is that I felt the Lord spoke to me these words and he said that prayer is the essence of Christianity. Remember, I spoke about that last week. Prayer is the heartbeat of, of Christianity. It is the soul of Christianity. Uh, it is the, it is the, it's the drive of Christianity. In other words, if we don't pray, we're not going to get that closeness with God. Prayer is our relationship with Jesus. Prayer is not something that is a that is uh, something to punish us with. Prayer is something that we want to do. I, you know, I'm married to my wife. I want to talk to my wife. I want to communicate with my wife. The same is with God. I'm married to God, so I want to communicate with Him. I want Him to talk with me. I want to talk to Him. You know, we got to have that place of of uh, of speaking communication. This is what prayer is about. It's all about communication. So before we get into the word, let's pray and ask the Lord's blessing. Father, we thank you for this teaching tonight. Uh, today, Father God, I thank you that I can uh, speak to your people. Holy Spirit, speak through me. Remind me what I need to say. Grant your people revelation, understanding, and wisdom so that they may grow in their prayer life with you, Father God, in the name of Jesus. I pray, Lord, that as I teach, the people will develop a fresh hunger for prayer, not to get, uh, not to be put off by prayer, but want to draw closer to you in their prayer life. So we welcome you, Holy Spirit, in this teaching, and we ask you that you will speak through me to your people in Jesus' name. And those who agree with me says, Amen. All right, I want us to go to Matthew chapter 6, if you would open your Bible. Matthew chapter 6, this is important. And we're going to read from verse 6, okay? Matthew 6, verse 6. Jesus is speaking and he says, But when you pray, go into your room, and when you have shut your door, pray to your Father who is in the secret place, and your Father who sees in secret will reward you openly. Isn't that good news? So what's the first thing that we have to do? Remember I said we have to make preparation before we even go to pray. So I want to encourage you to find a place, uh, your secret place. Find a place where you can separate yourself, where you can be on your own with God, where there will be no dist uh, distractions, where there will be nothing that will hinder you. 
uh, one of the big problems that we have uh, today is 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 uh, uh, the distractions that's holding us back from getting closer to God. But before I get that, uh, get to that, let let's just read this again. Matthew six six says, "But when you pray, go into your room." And when you have shut the door, pray to your father who is in the secret place and your father who sees in secret will reward you openly. And then he says this, and when you pray, do not use, this is verse 7, and when you pray, do not use vain repetitions as the heathen do, for they think that they will be heard for their many words. Amen. It's a very interesting topic to speak about. Hallelujah. And then he says, verse 8, Therefore do not be like them, for your Father knows the things you have need of before you ask Him. Glory to God. Before you even ask Him, He knows what your need is. And I also want you to read Matthew chapter 14. Let's read there. Matthew 14, verse 22 and verse 23. And again, we look to Jesus as our example, okay? Verse 22 says in Matthew 14, Immediately Jesus made his disciples get into the boat and go before him to the other side while he sent the multitudes away. And when he had sent the multitudes away, watch this, he went up on the mountain by himself to pray. So Jesus found his secret place. Jesus found a place where he could separate himself from the crowds and from the people to find a place to pray. He went up on the mountain by himself to pray. Now when evening came, he was alone there. Okay, so Jesus finds that secret place on top of the mountain where he can go and pray. You and I, if I can encourage you, find a place where you can pray and spend time with the Lord. If you are a part of a big family and you have a lot of people running around and kids running around and, you know, there's just this noise and you somehow can't switch off, I would even encourage you to go and sit in your car. Because your car becomes soundproof and you can lock the door. Nobody can disturb you. And you can go and pray and spend time with God. I have often done that. Often I have done that. To to spend time with the Lord, I will just go and sit in the car. You know, being a traveling minister, uh, we sometimes go into hotels. And, you know, some of the hotel walls are so thin. You can hear the TV in the room next door. And you can hear people fighting and screaming and doing stuff. And it's just noisy. Uh, and then I would just go into my car, you know, and I'll go and sit in the car. And I would spend an hour of prayer time uh, with the Lord. Have my car radio on. Got some worship music going. And then I would spend that time with the Lord. So I want to encourage you, find a place where you will not be disturbed. Okay, some people say it's very hard for me. I can't do that because of of the circumstances I'm living in. Well, then uh, I would recommend this. Go for a walk. Just go and walk and separate yourselves. Go and walk off in the distance if you can. To just to quiet your, just to be alone, even if there are people around you, but to be alone uh, with God. I don't know what you have to do, but find that secret place that you can spend with God. Okay, some of us have an office and we have the privilege of that. Some of you have a bedroom where you can kneel at the bed and pray, or you can do whatever, uh, you know, to find that secret place. But I want to encourage you. Jesus found his secret place when he went on the mountain. In Matthew chapter 20, Matthew chapter 26 
it says here, Jesus teaching us also on prayer, and, and we know the story, but I just want to read it to you from verse 36. It says this, Then Jesus came with them to a place called Gethsemane, uh, and said to the disciples, Sit here while I go to pray over there. So even Jesus, when he was going to pray with his disciples, he separated himself. <clears throat> It is great, <clears throat> excuse me, it is great <clears throat> to be part of a prayer team. It is great to be part of an intercessory team. But there is also a time that you need to pray on your own. <clears throat> excuse me. You have to pray on your own. You have to learn to separate yourself from the crowd. I know that people say, yes, but uh, the Bible says if two or three of us come in agreement and we pray together, we're going to have, um, you know, a greater impact when we pray together. Yes, that's true. When you are in a prayer group, you can come in agreement with two or three people that you are praying. But when you separate yourself, don't think that, uh, that, that uh, Matthew chapter 18 verse 19 does not apply anymore. I just had a revelation recently about Matthew chapter 18 verse 19 where Jesus says this. He says, If two or three of you agree concerning anything that they ask the Father in my name, he says they will have what they ask. If two or three of you come in agreement. Now, did you know that uh, when you go on your own, you're not actually on your own. You have God the Father, you have God the Son, and you have God the Holy Spirit who can come in agreement with you when you pray praying are they not three different personalities are they not three persons who can pray with you and come in agreement with you so i just want to to give you this thought that as you separate yourself jesus came and he separated himself from the disciples in other words it wasn't a prayer group now it wasn't a prayer meeting that he had with other individuals he was on his own he separated himself on his own and i want to encourage you that when you go on your own that you can pray also the prayer of agreement but this time the one you're coming in agreement with is jesus and the holy spirit amen it's so wonderful because you are asking the father in the name of jesus but we'll get to that later on so jesus said to his disciples sit here while i go and pray over there verse 37 and he took with him Peter and the two sons of Zebedee, and he began to be sorrowful and deeply distressed. Then he said to them, My soul is exceedingly sorrowful even to death. Stay here and watch with me. So now Jesus is entering into what we call a time of intercessory prayer. He is going to pray real deep and get into some uh, intercessory prayer. He tells uh, uh, Peter and he tells uh, John uh, to sit on the side and just to wait there while he prays. And so he went a little further and fell on his face and he prayed intensely. Now he's getting into deep intercessory prayer. All right, I don't want to jump the gun, but I just want to show you Jesus now goes into a deep time of prayer. And he says this, Oh, my father, if it is possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as you will. Now watch verse 40. I'm talking about prayer. Okay, so let's get back to verse 40. He says, And he, then he came to the disciples, and he found them sleeping. 
Isn't this amazing? Jesus just went away to pray for a short little time. It was late in the evening and the disciples fell asleep. Jesus is praying so hard that his sweat is turning into blood and the the disciples are falling asleep. And I find that so amusing sometimes that when we should be praying earnestly concerning things, we are sleeping. Many people are sleeping right now. You are in a, you are in dire straits. You are going through situations in your life and you are sleeping where you should actually be praying, seeking God, interceding for your situation. Many times we want to run to the pastor. We want to run to somebody to pray for us because we are lazy and we don't want to do our own prayer. We want somebody to do the the fighting on our behalf. Friend, I want to encourage you today through this message that you have to learn to do your own praying. You have to learn to do your own fighting. Okay, Jesus was in dire straits. He told his disciples, he said, listen, my spirit is heavy. I I feel full of sorrow. You know, the intercession is upon me. I know what's about to happen. Pray with me. Seek with me. Uh, You know, uh, uh, let's let's come in agreement in prayer. You pray there. I'm going to pray here. He was so desperate. And then he comes from his prayer and he finds the disciples sleeping. They are sleeping. They fell asleep. Let's not. Let's not in these end times where we are now begin to fall asleep and become lazy in our prayer life with God. In the name of Jesus, friend, I love you enough to implore you and ask you to not become lazy, but now to wake up and to pray in the times that we are in. If you are going through a health problem, you need to pray. Fight your battle with God. Pray. Resist the devil to get the breakthrough for your healing in your body. You don't have to run to the evangelist. You don't have to run to the to the prophet or the apostle to pray for you. You pray. You do your own fighting and your own and your own um, uh, intercessory prayer. Okay. If you're struggling financially, don't run to some to help you for with money and pray with you you pray seek the lord call on his name he is there to bless you to help you he'll give you a revelation he'll speak to you he'll show you how to go about the business of making money on how to 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 create finances to come to you i'm just using examples if you're going through a marriage uh, struggle and your wife wants to divorce you or your husband wants to divorce you and you know that god is against divorce and he doesn't want that to happen then get on your knees and begin to pray begin to intercede amen fight for your marriage fight for what you are believing uh, god to do don't always run off to somebody else to help you yes you can go and find counsel you can find guidance but i'm trying to make a point jesus separated himself and he prayed and then he comes back and he finds his disciples are sleeping now watch this. He, he, he says to them, verse 40, when he came to the disciples, he found them sleeping and he said to Peter, what? Could you not watch with me one hour? And he's saying, couldn't you just pray with me for one hour? Now listen to this warning. Jesus gives a warning. Watch and pray lest you enter into temptation. Watch and pray, you know, otherwise you're going to fall into the trap of temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. 
Now, you and I have to learn to bring our fleshly beings into submission to our spirit being. And if our spirit being is weak, we are going to fall into temptation. Because if your spirit man does not dominate your fleshly man, your fleshly man is going to follow after its lusts. The Bible says that there is enmity, there is this battle between the spirit and the flesh. Okay, so people who are weak in the spirit are always going to have their flesh dominate. Their flesh will go after the things of the world. They will lust after the pleasures of the world. But if I'm strong in the spirit, my spirit is going to hunger after the things of God and follow the ways of God. Now, I don't know if you're getting what I'm trying to say to you today, my dear friend, is that the more you spend time with God in prayer, the more you're going to overcome the lust of the flesh and that temptation, the trap of falling into temptation, because your spirit man has become strong and you have the ability to resist the devil when he wants to tempt you. But if you are weak in the spirit and you're not spending that time in prayer and you're not seeking the Lord's face, well, come on, it's going to be a lot easier to fall into temptation because you don't have the ability to resist. Remember, the scripture says, greater is he who is in you than he who is in this world. God is greater in you. He is stronger in you. And you have to tap into God to be able to resist the works of the devil. Okay? And if you don't know that, that's in James chapter 4, verse 7. That's where he says, submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. But you will not be able to resist the devil, uh, uh, you know, and he will flee from you if you are not submitting to God first. So Jesus comes and he, t- he kind of like rebukes his disciples. And he says, what could you not even watch with me one hour? Because you could not watch with me what hour, one hour. Listen, I'm telling you, be careful because you can fall into temptation. Your spirit is willing. We are all willing. We want to pray. We know we have to read the Bible. We know we have to go to church. We know we have to serve God. Our spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. So friend, today's message is to encourage you to overcome your flesh, overcome the weakness of your flesh in the name of Jesus. How do I do that? By finding a secret place, by separating myself from the world and to get on my knees and to pray and to find Jesus in my prayer. Okay, look what he says. Verse 42. Jesus goes again. He says a second time he went away and he prayed. Jesus goes a second time now praying. He just rebuked the disciples because they're falling asleep. He goes away and he prays. He says, oh, my father, if this cup cannot pass away from uh, away from me unless I drink it, but your will be done. He's now praying his will. You see, Jesus is now allowing his spirit man to take dominance, to take control over his flesh. His flesh was crying out because Jesus knew he was going to be crucified. He knew that he was going to have the biggest battle, you know, in his whole uh, uh, lifetime. God was going to have Jesus was going to have this battle. And his flesh was saying, no, I don't want to go through this pain. I don't want to go 
through the suffering. And Jesus is saying to the Father, Father, uh, you know, if it is possible, let this cup pass by me. But God, now watch this, but God, not my will be done, but let your will be done. Do you see that? His spirit man now takes authority over his fleshly man. And verse 43 says, And he came and he found them sleeping again, for their eyes were weary. Isn't that amazing? Jesus just had this massive prayer session. Uh, if you read another portion, you know, in, in another epistle, you'll see that the sweat of Jesus, uh, his sweat turned into blood. The little vessels under his skin broke. That's how intently he prayed. It was such an intense prayer session that his sweat turned into blood and he rebuked his disciples now he comes back and what does it do he finds them sleeping again oh my goodness he finds them sleeping a second time why because their eyes were heavy and they were weary they were overcome by the temptation the lust of sleep and isn't that a problem that you and i face that we are lazy we get overwhelmed uh, with with tiredness and the lack of sleep and and so we have the excuse of i'm tired and i'm gonna sleep and not spend this time in prayer when we should now be praying more than we have ever prayed before the whole world is is going through through difficulties we are in the covid-19 lockdown uh, it, it's like a it's like a seesaw i don't know if you are watching what's happening around the world with the covid then there's a decrease and then there's a climb again you know and then it seems like it's going bad and all of a sudden there's a fresh outbreak of covid and and then the the economy goes up and then the economy crashes and and people are losing jobs and and businesses are closing and they're trying to you know keep head above water and people are it's just chaos there's chaos right now around the world people are getting healed from covid and then they it comes back again and there's symptoms and hospitals are being flooded and and there's it's just war and fighting and theft and the world is in chaos friend and you and i have to pray we have to pray that we can overcome the temptation of the flesh, that we can overcome the worries of the world, the concerns of the world, that we will not fall, but that we will stay standing. You know, there's a scripture, uh, I, I, I can't read it to you now, but the scripture says that Jesus says that when he comes, will he truly find faith on the earth? In the last days, will he find true faith on the earth? Are we going to find that faith? Is he going to find that faith? You know, when all things uh, has happened, Ephesians says that we are to stand and we are to stay standing. We cannot give in, throw in the towel and give up. Listen to me. I hope you're listening to me. Don't throw in the towel. Don't give up. Don't let depression become your friend. Don't let fear overwhelm you. Don't let the, the circumstances of the world overshadow you and overwhelm you. Our God is greater than the world. Are you hearing me? Our God is stronger. Our God is powerful. 
we mustn't look to uh, to the problems and see how big our problems is rather tell your problem how big your God is and how do you do that through prayer you fight in prayer you fight uh, on your knees the battle of intercession and you seek him okay so my message to you today is find the secret place where you can where you can spend time with God Yes, if you are praying in the prayer group, wonderful. You can pray with the prayer group. You can do that. But I want to encourage you, friend, you have to, on a personal basis, spend time with the Lord that you can build on your personal relationship. You can seek Him. You can ask Him the wonderful things that He will give to you. In the name of Jesus, turn off your TV. Turn off your cell phone. Turn off your iPads and your computers. Turn everything off. If you have a physical Bible, just have a Bible with pages that you can read the scriptures while you are praying. But don't let anything distract you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Stretch your hands out towards me. I want to pray with you and I want to bless you right now in Jesus' name. Father, I want to pray for every person who's watching this program and I ask you, Lord, that all distractions will be removed from them, Lord, that they will seek you and pray with you, Father God. I pray today that our spirit man will be stronger than our fleshly man and that we will overcome temptation. We will overcome the things of the world in Jesus name. Lord, I'm praying that we will not be like the disciples who are falling asleep while Jesus is praying and seeking God. And when we are in this massive battle, Father, I'm asking you right now, touch the viewers and myself, Lord, fill us with your Holy Spirit, fill us with power, fill us with energy, fill us with a earnestness, a desire to pray and to seek your face more than ever before in Jesus' name. I bless the people, Lord. I bless them right now, Father, in Jesus' name. And if you agree with me in this prayer, say amen. Amen. Don't give up, my friend. Don't stop praying. You just keep on keeping on. In the name, some of you are saying, but my prayers are not being answered. Listen, God's timing is perfect. God's timing is perfect. There's a battle going on in the heavens right now. And you are asking God for something and it feels like it's not happening. I want to tell you, there's a battle. God and his angels are working as hard as Satan and his demons are working. God and his angels are working in the spiritual realm. We cannot see it. But it took Daniel when he was praying. It took 21 days, uh, you know, for Daniel's prayers to be answered for the archangel Gabriel to get to Daniel. Daniel and to give him the answers to his prayers. So it, there's a time when we have to just keep on praying. And uh, my time has run out, but I just want to say this. The confession of your mouth is what will carry your prayers through. In other words, when you pray, don't speak negative words, but speak positive words. Don't speak the words that will cut off your prayers from being answered, but speak the words of God in Jesus' name. 
Amen. Listen, I, I, I bless you in the name of Jesus. Follow us on Facebook. Remember, we are on every night, Sunday to Thursdays. I'm teaching on Facebook as well. We have live sessions and you are welcome to join us uh, in this time as well. You can follow us on Twitter and on Instagram and on YouTube. There are so many social platforms where you can get us. Okay. We love you so very much and uh, we pray that you'll have a great week and don't miss next week as I continue to teach on this subject of how to pray and to get your prayers answered. Amen. We love you so much and Jesus loves you more. Bye-bye. You can make a difference by partnering with us, a ministry with a heart for the lost, by visiting our website, www.dionhockey.org. You will also receive exclusive content from the ministry as a thank you from Pastor Dion Hockey. Remember to subscribe and follow our social media pages for updates, sermons, and more information on the ministry. Thank you for listening and see you next time.